you for listening to this podcast presented by Compassion Church. We're so glad you joined us today. For more information, including service times and locations, please visit our website, compassion.cc. Now here's this week's message. excited to be in God's house this morning. Amen. Compassion Church, Wichita Falls. It's great to be here with you guys today from Wetumpka, Oklahoma. Now, there were some people in holiday that knew what Wetumpka, Oklahoma was, but there's probably nobody in here who knows what Wetumpka, Oklahoma is. It's a very tiny spot on the road, but we're here today with you guys and excited for the word that God has brought today. Like Pastor John said, we're going to get into our sermon series, uh, Live Full and Die Empty. Who thinks that they're living a full life right now? Amen. You know, a lot of times in our life, we're walking through life, we're living life, we're living the life that we want, and we think we're truly living a full life, and then we can have some type of experience or something that uh, in our life or a circumstance that makes us question or realize that there, or understand that there is more to life and maybe we're not actually living the fullest life that we thought we were, right? You know, I like uh, to use my child as an example because my wife and I were living life, right? (laughs) We we were living life and uh, we had land and a home and cattle and things and toys and boats and all these things, right? And, And we Thought life was great, life was full, but then we had an experience to where we decided to have this child, and honestly, there was something missing from our life, and we didn't know it until we found it, until we experienced it and discovered it, right? So, like 10 years ago, there was this little baby born that looked like me, and unfortunately, 10 years later, acts like me and and talks like me, right? But, you know, in those moments, in those experiences that we have now, life looks different, but we wouldn't trade this life for the life that we had before, right? I mean, kids test your patience. They take your money. They take your time. They take your sanity. They take all these things from you, but they add something to your life that you didn't know you were missing, right? And a lot of times we have these experiences in our life uh, in other areas, right? Like life before God was really an empty life. And God wants us to live a full life, but it's only found in him. Amen. Can we pray? Is that okay? Father God, we thank you today for this opportunity to get into your word, God. And we just know that you have a word for us. We thank you, God, that our hearts are prepared today to receive from you what you have in store for us, God. That the supernatural process of faith and and revelation is uh, performed within us, God. And uh, we just give you glory and honor. And thank you for changed hearts, lives, minds, homes. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. Amen. In John chapter 10.10, we get to look into a conversation that Jesus is having, and we get to see two contributions uh, that the two different contributions that different people, if you will, bring to humanity, right? Uh, He says this, that there's a thief that comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So we understand that there's an enemy, right? That there's a thief. We call him Satan, right? We are in a battle, say a battle, spiritual battle. 
Amen. And so his contribution is to come to steal, to kill, and destroy. He wants to destroy and steal and kill anything that God wants to bring into your life. He wants to steal vision, direction, purpose, peace, joy, healing, blessings, right? That's his contribution to humanity. But thankfully, Jesus said that I've come. Say, I've come. I've left heaven. I've came to this earth. I'm walking as uh, the creation that I was present with when it was formed, right? And that I'm going to lay down my life. I'm going to take the nails. I'm going to take the crown of thorns. I'm going to take the beating. I'm going to go to the cross. I lay down my life because nobody has the power or authority but me to lay it down. Right? But not only will I lay down my life, but I'll raise it up again. Right? And he said, my contribution to humanity is this. I've come that you may have life. Say life. And we're talking about living a full life. He said, I've come that you may have life and that, they, that you might have it more abundantly. Right? That each and every day I want you to experience something new with me that you did not have the day before. Right, That the life I come to give, I want you to walk in peace, walk in joy, walk in harmony, walk in fellowship and relationship with the Father through me. I've come to bless you. I'll do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you can ask or think. Right, That that's Jesus' contribution to humanity. And a lot of times we're living and we think we're living that full life. We think we're living the abundant life until something happens and we understand that there's more. That God wants us to go from glory to glory to glory. That each day we should discover more of God. Each day we should get deeper with God, right? Are you here? But we go through these seasons and times in our lives that give us awakening. Say awakening. I want to look at quickly at uh, Philippians chapter 3. See, this is new to me because we have one service. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. We have, we have one service. So I, ca- I talk as long as I want to. Right? Like, my people probably wish, set a timer, Pastor. Like, we don't want more services, but set a timer. So, but this is, this is good. I like it. In Philippians chapter 3, um, Paul's... That Paul, this is one of my favorite books, and he's one of my favorite writers, man. And, and he goes through some stuff. He goes through some mess in his life. And even at this moment in time where he's writing Philippians, we believe that he's in prison. And, like, th- this is not a prison like we know of as prison, right, like we see in our mind. But he's down in the dungeon, sewage coming in, sewage coming out. They said up to uh, chin deep at times. He's got to be let loose. He's got to be given the things to even write with, right? But there's something he has experienced. There's something in him that gives him purpose, and he's passionately pursuing the fullness and the 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 uh, abundant life, the fullness of life that God has for him to live out, even while he's in prison. He is chained up, has to be let loose, but he still finds it uh, something within himself to write to other people words of encouragement. I don't know about you, but I want to be like that. That's a life of fullness to me, right? See, when uh, God said this in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, right? He said, I've set you apart, I've ordained you a prophet unto the nations. He has given you and I, God has created you for such a time as this, to live the life that he has ordained for you to live. He said, I knew you before I formed you. 
I knew the purpose. I knew the direction. I knew the vision, the, the giftings, the talents, the abilities that I would give you before I even formed you in the womb. And now I've placed you in this moment in time for you to walk in them and carry them out. And that's the fullness of life, right? That's living life to the fullness. We're given these two dates on a headstone, right? Or uh, is that, yeah, that's what it's called. Not a birthstone, a headstone. Those are two different things. If you didn't know that, they're two different things. But there's a date. In the beginning, there's this one date, right, on this side, on the left side. And, and then there's a dash, what we call a dash. Is that what you call it? A dash. And then there's another date. And that dash represents the moment in time that God allotted you on this earth to live life to the fullness because one of these days we'll hear two phrases. Either well done, thou good and faithful servant, enter into paradise, or depart from me, you worker of iniquity, because I don't even know you. See, a lot of times the life that we live that we think is the fullness of life, it may lead to the life, uh, 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 the, when we take our last breath on this earth to that last phrase that we don't want to hear, which is depart from me. I don't know about you, but I want to die with no regrets. I don't want to die with the dash still containing visions and dreams and purpose and blessings that God had for me that I didn't walk in and that I didn't fulfill. Are you here? So God, uh, Paul's writing and he says this. In chapter 3, verse 4, though I also might have confidence in the flesh, if anyone else thinks he may have confidence in the flesh, I more so. Circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin. He's giving a little bio, right? Uh, a Hebrew of the Hebrews concerning the law of Pharisee. I'm trained in this thing. Concerning zeal, persecuting the church. Concerning the righteousness which is in the law, man, I'm blameless. Paul's laying it on the line that it, I could have confidence in myself, right? Like, I'm, this is me, right? But he goes, he understands that there's more to this than having confidence and finding anything that the world has to offer to um, give him his identity and his purpose. That's not living the full life that God wants for us. Are you here? Does that make sense? So do you all talk to Pastor John? Okay, good. Like... I, I told um, Holiday, I'm like, I'm Pentecostal, so I don't know what y'all do, but that's what I do, right? And I tell my people, the more you talk to me, the quicker we'll get out of here. I can't tell y'all that. Hey, 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 hey. I only have like 20 minutes anyway, right? So, so don't get too loud and make me leave in 10. But he says this. He said, uh, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, concerning the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, say were. These are what I, I identified with. These are the things that I filled my life with. These are the things that made me who I was. This is what fulfilled my life. Were, say were. But he's had an experience, see. And he said, uh, all these things were gained to me. These things I've counted loss for Christ. In light of Christ, they don't matter. Are you here? Yet indeed, I also count all things. Say all things. Not just the small list I gave you, but all things. All my accomplishments. All the money I could save. All the relationships I could have. Anything that I could obtain from this world, I count it all as lost in light of Jesus Christ. See, we can't live a full life and die empty until we understand that fullness only comes through Jesus. 
right? See, a lot of times we get caught up in life and we try to obtain all these things. Like that's what, I, I love things, right? Like I love trucks, cars, and boats, and anything that's expensive. For whatever reason, I like it, and I, I don't have a lot of money. So my life doesn't work out just great that way, right? But we obtain all these things, and, and we think that, see, people tell us this. Like, you know, there's the phrase YOLO. Who knows what YOLO means? You only live once, right? Do you do you? Do you, boo? That's stupid. That's the worst advice you could ever hear. You have somebody that their life is jacked up telling you that you only live once. To you do you. And you're looking at their life and like you've been doing you and your life's... I don't know what I can say here. That's like... What can we say that's politic... Okay, well, that's politically correct. Like, I get... I get away with everything at my church. I've been there long enough now, and they don't like, Pastor, you're dumb. It's okay. We understand. Like, you have a limited vocabulary. You, okay, thank you. You are from Malika, Oklahoma. We understand that there's words there that you say. But, like, I'm looking at you, and your life is jacked up. And you're telling me, YOLO, you do you. You've been doing you, and you still ain't figured you out. Right? That's the worst advice ever. And Paul gives great advice Right here, he said, I counted all his loss, uh, all these things as loss, for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I've suffered the loss of all things, and count them as, say, rubbish. Somebody tell me what that word really means. Okay, we're getting closer. Garbage, trash, dung. What'd you, what'd you say? Crap. Can we say that here? Okay, so we broke the ice. We said, we said crap. So that's what he's saying. He said all the accomplishments, all the education, my genealogy, where I've come from. Man, I was doing the thing. I was doing me. I was persecuting Christians. Those followers of Jesus, man, I was getting them. Right? In any achievements, accomplishments, anything I could acquire, it's all crap in light of the purpose and the plan and uh, the, uh, the life that God has for me. Right? He said, I count them all. They do not measure up to what Jesus died for me to obtain. Because anything I could obtain on my own is minuscule in comparison to what God can do in my life. Are you here? In this moment, I'm chained up. If I look to the left, I'm in prison. If I look to the right, I'm in prison. I'm suffering outwardly, but inwardly, I'm being renewed day by day. Come on. Life is hitting me hard right now, but God is revealing something on the inside of me. I'm truly living life to the fullness, and I know that... Y'all going y'all gonna to get me over time in here this morning. I got to go. Y'all follow me to Wetumpka and, and, and help me get in the vein like that there. Yet indeed, I also count all these things as loss, as garbage that I may gain Christ. I ain't trying to gain my freedom. I ain't trying to gain no gifting. No talent, because all those things come with him. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be 
added. He said, I'm not trying to get these chains loose because if I know the one that loses, looses the chains, then I know that I'll truly be free. No matter what state I find myself in, I can walk in freedom. Are you here? And he says this, that I may gain Christ. Who still uses a real Bible? Thank you. Thank you. That's what I call the real Christians. Right? Like, we're getting raptured. I don't know about the rest of you. Like, like brother said about the people at the lake. Like, we're, if, we're the, if a trumpet sounded today, I don't know, we might look down and wave. I don't know. I'm just kidding. That I may gain Christ and be found in him. See, in him. Not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ. Because if I can be found in him, external circumstance doesn't affect me. External circumstance and things that I can acquire from the world do not define me. They don't give me my identity. They don't fulfill my life like Jesus will. Right? My joy is not dependent on things or circumstance, but my joy and my peace is only dependent on an inward revelation that Jesus said, I've come that you may have life and have it abundantly. That there is a Savior that loves me. There is a God that loves me. That he died for me. So no matter what's going on, if I find myself in him, I can find who I truly am. The life that I've obtained up until this point, I've had this experience see and something's been awakened on the inside of me I've had this experience and something's changed I used to persecute the ones that I would die for I used to persecute the ones that I'm encouraging now because I'm trying to live the life and the purpose that God has given me and that's what it means to live full are you here so he goes on he says that uh, be found in him not having my own righteousness which is from the law but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know him. Say, know him. He said, nothing matters except I know him. In the moment of my affliction, in the moment of me being chained down and imprisoned, I just want to know Jesus. I can go to heaven with these chains on me, but I can't get there without knowing Jesus. Right? I can, I can walk through this life with these un, un, undesirable circumstances. But I can't walk through this life without having Jesus. Once you've experienced Jesus, there's no going back. Are you here? But he's like, I look to the left. I mean, I see prison walls. I look to the right. I see prison walls. I look to my feet. I see chains. I look at my arms. I see chains. I've got to be let loose to do this. I've got to be let loose. Have you ever felt that way with life? Right? Like Paul's chained up. Like maybe sometimes we feel chained up. Emotionally. Spiritually. Physically. Whatever the case might be. Maybe depression's knocking at the door. Maybe addiction's knocking at the door. Right? Maybe sickness. Maybe uh, this. You ever had any month left at the end of your money? Y'all know Anybody know what I'm talking about? Right? Like, month left, no money. How does this add up? It don't. But my God said, oh, he'll supply all my needs. So, God, it's on you. I ain't found in this. I ain't finding myself in this. I'm finding myself in you. 
No matter what life brings you, God wants you to live life and live it abundantly knowing that he's got you. He'll break the chains off. you got to find yourself in him. Are you here? See, i got to find myself in him. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his sufferings, being formed to his death. If by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Hmm. One of these days. Say one of these days. You know, you know, people always say that you drive by a cemetery and one people are mean. They say, man, people are just dying to get in there. But they also say this. <laughs> That's mean, isn't it? <laughs> That's, I said, but, but they also say this. They say there's a lot of dreams. There's a lot of visions. There's a lot of inventions. There's a lot of businesses. There's a lot of all these things that died with those people. There's a lot of purpose. There's a lot of identity that people miss out on because they're not living the full life. God can give us all those things if we pursue him. Passionate, little, passionate pursuit of God is living life to the fullest. And that's exactly what Paul is doing. Amen? Let's see what he says. I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I've already attained or I'm already perfected, but I press. Say, I press. Man, that's powerful. That's powerful, especially for where he is. He's like, man, I, I've, I've went through all this stuff. I've been shipwrecked. I've been beaten. I've been followed around by demon-possessed people, call, like calling out, just chattering behind me, trying to drive me nuts. The enemy is fighting me on the left side. The enemy's fighting me on the right side right now. He's got me in prison. But what he thought was going to destroy me is just making me seek God even more. Well, the chains that he thought are holding me are actually bringing the gospel more power. Are you here? So he said, the life that I was living up until Jesus, I hadn't really attained anything. And I still haven't. I'm just wanting to know him more than yesterday, uh, today than I did yesterday. Each day, no matter what life brings me, i got to press on. Each day, addiction may be knocking, depression, anxiety, fear, worry, stress, whatever it is. But I've got to press because life is pressing against me. But nothing matters because if I know Jesus, if I know God, then I can push against the worries of life. I can push against the current of life. I can push against addiction. I can push against sin. I can push against all these things because I don't find myself in those things. I don't find myself in anything I can acquire, but I find myself as the righteousness of God in Jesus Christ. And he is, a, come on, he is on my side. He is with me even when I'm chained up in prison. He said, but I press. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's time to press. My Bible turned the page on its own. I was like, that's not where I was. Not that I've already attained. And, y all, and all y'all that don't use the robot were like, well, it wouldn't happen if you were on a phone. <laughs> or att attained or I'm already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Man, I don't count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do. He said, I forget. I have forgotten the times I messed up. I have forgotten the times I screwed up. I have forgotten the times I was right. I forgot the times I was wrong. My past doesn't, I 
um, identify. I don't, my past doesn't give me my identity. My choices don't give me my identity. My identity, my purpose, vision comes from only from one person, and that's Jesus. Passionate pursuit of God is living life full. And then when we reach the end, there will be no regrets. Passionate pursuit of God is the fullness of life. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Father God, as you're moving in this place and on our hearts, Father God, that if we've been living life up until this point and we're not passionately pursuing you, God, that you're going to make something move and shift on the inside of us, God, that we'll have an experience with you in this moment and in this place like we've never had before. God, maybe it's forgetting a choice that we made this morning. Maybe it's forgetting a choice that we made yesterday. But, God, if there's anything we need to forget to pursue you in a new way, Father God, then let us do that. Maybe you're here this morning and you say, Pastor, my first pursuit, my first experience in my life that I need to have today to pursue God is to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And if you've never done that, I want to introduce you to Jesus. I just want you to say a prayer with me. But if there's one and say, Pastor, I've never accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, I just want you to raise your hand. We thank you, God. Move in our hearts, move in our lives to help us to truly live life to the fullest by passionately pursuing you, your identity you have for us, the purpose you have for us, the plan that you have for us. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. We are so happy that you joined us today. Here at Compassion, we value family, which means we value you. If there's any way that we can be praying for you and believing with you for something, please make sure that you let us know. You guys have a great week, and we'll see you here next Sunday. Thank you for listening to this podcast presented by Compassion Church. We're so glad you joined us today. For more information, including service times and locations, please visit our website, compassion.cc.